What's up, guys? We are back at it again with another episode. This week's big topic is mental health, which is undoubtedly the most important subject of all. Especially during times like these, it's important to stay on top of things. With the pandemic going on, our mental health has never been more important, especially since most people have been battling things a lot on their own, which is exactly what we are going to talk about. But most importantly, we are also going to raise more awareness on bipolar disorder. Hopefully, with this episode, we can enlighten and educate one another more than before. Today's guest is someone who has experienced the extremities of bipolar disorder, but has come extremely far in her journey to become the strong person she is today. So, without further ado, our guest of today is Lucy Lee. She is 17 years old and she is from Hong Kong. Lucy, would you mind introducing yourself? Hi everyone, my name is Lucy. I'm currently studying in the UK, and my hobbies are fencing, dancing, and photography. And I want to talk about my bipolar disorder. I was diagnosed with it around two years ago. So let me explain what is bipolar disorder. It's a mental disorder that will shift unusually in your mood, activity levels, and concentration. And there's mainly two types of mood in swing. The first one is manic. You will get a heightened energy, hyperactive, talkative, and you only sleep a little. And when you're depressed, you get symptoms of depression, like hopeless, sad, empty, and thought of death. And when you have extreme pole, like very manic or very depressed, you may even hear voice and see hallucination that may make you want to hurt yourself or hurt others. So it can be quite serious. Thank you so much for giving us more insight. Would you mind sharing with us your journey and your story with bipolar disorder? Um, when I was in full form, I first came to UK to study and everything was quite good. I love everything about it because when I was in um, secondary school in Hong Kong, I got bullied by people because of my eczema, like my skin condition. So everybody is so nice in UK. That's why I feel like I went to heaven. And then I met a boy and we start dating, but my parents really disagree and object about it. So they brought me back to Hong Kong and say that I can never go back. And then that time, also I got pressure from academic things and then my family is also having some issues. And then I'm also arguing with one of my friends. Like, things are just so overwhelming. And then before they brought me back to Hong Kong, I was crying every day, like at night in the dorm. I was laughing, crying, just very noisy and like disturbing all my roommates. So my um, housemistress know that, and she sent me to a, um, children's hospital in a psychiatric ward. But because I have hallucination that my parents have beaten me up when I was young, like um, domestic violence, I have a hallucination of memory. Like it affects memory. And that was really real to me. So I told people about it. But they found out it's not true. So they thought I'm just lying to not go back to Hong Kong, like just to stay in UK. But that's not the truth because I can't control my memory that time. 
and they thought I'm just lying, so they say that they diagnosed with nothing, like I don't have any mental illness. And they discharged me, and my mom brought me back to Hong Kong. And I really thought that I was just maybe a bit upset, maybe a bit acting. I thought I was acting too, because I I don't know too much about mental health. That's why I think it's important to show everybody the knowledge, how important the knowledge of mental health is. And then um, she brought me back to Hong Kong, and then. I have hallucination and hearing voice that told me to go up to the balcony, like the top floor of my house. And then I break the glass door. I broke it with my feet. And then I went out and I tried to commit suicide. They, they stopped me before I do that. But it's like affected me so much. Like this thing affected me so much. Although I didn't really commit suicide, but I'm not in my heart. And I always think about it, and it upsets me every time I think about it. And they sent me to Hong Kong Psychiatric Hospital for different type of mental illness and disorder. It's an emergency ward because I was running in Central, running in the shopping malls in Hong Kong, and my mother can't stop me, so she called the police. and. I got sent there. It's quite dramatic, the whole thing. And when I go back home after being in a psychiatric hospital for three months, um, actually, it's three months in the hospital and three months on holiday. The holiday means you can go back home, but you need to come back to sign in the hospital every day to make sure that your condition is well and not getting worse. So it's totally around half a year, like six months before I can go back to UK. Because my mom knows that I'm not acting, I really have some issues of um, my mental health and she just wants me to be happy. So she sent me back to UK. But even under the control of medication and therapist, it's still swinging sometimes. Like it's not completely stable. Although it's stable most of the time, but it's still got a little bit of swing. It's not very serious, but it can affect my daily decision. So yeah, that's what I want to say about my story of bipolar. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy, for giving us this insight on your past. It really does take a lot of bravery and courage to do that. And yeah, we really appreciate it. As someone who has come so far and has gone through so much, what do you think is the most important thing that you have learned throughout everything? I think it's the company of the people besides you. Like when I was very miserable about how I feel when I was on a depressed pole, when I have friends to stay with me, friends to talk to me, it really helped a lot. Although you don't have to say anything, you just have to stay with me accompany me it means a lot yeah listening as well it really helps someone on a large scale yes and what do you think is the most important thing to do to keep yourself going and stay strong on top of things i think you need to find a goal maybe not for life like so long term maybe just for a short-term goal 
For example, my goal is to be better at fencing. So I do sports to maintain my physical health, and it also secrete a kind of hormones to make you happy. And with this goal, I have the motivation to do things in my daily life. So I think you need to find a goal if you wanna be strong and like get back up.、Mm, that's great. And during the time when you were struggling with everything. How do or how did you see yourself in comparison to others? At first, I think I'm so different because I created so much mess for everybody. The school have to do so many things to help me, and I think I'm like a troublemaker. And then my mom is like crying every day, and then my dad,、um, he actually got a stroke because of my condition, but he. He got better now, but I think I'm like a disaster, have bad effect on others. But afterwards, after talking to therapists, I think differently. If I be strong and get back up, I can help people too with my experience. So this experience won't be bad; it will be helpful in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that you have literally been. The most positive person in everyone's life, and Aww, yeah, and I honestly, from everyone, like literally, from on behalf of everyone who's met you, we all believe that you have been an absolute gift. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I'm actually serious, and yeah, you you've really helped us. Like even though you've gone through so much, you've actually stayed on top of things. You didn't only help yourself, but you also helped other people see the positive side of everything. And I really want to thank you because you've gone through so much and you still managed to do that for us. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, of course. In relation to this, not a lot of people know how to, but how should we all become a positive and welcoming community to those who have bipolar? Um, I think. You don't have to treat them differently. You just treat them like as a normal friend, and you just hang out with them as usual. You can listen to them when they have something that's upsetting, and I guess it's just a company, as I said, a company. The people who have bipolar is the most important thing. It's really important to listen out to you guys. Like even though we might not understand how you feel. The most important message that we can give you is that we are here, and you have our presence, and that we are also fighting with you. We are always supporting you guys as well. And、um, along with that, what do you think is something that we shouldn't say to someone who has bipolar disorder? I think something that I've heard is control yourself, or be happy, or like stop being sad, or something, because. This illness or this di- disorder is something to do with our brain. That some substance is not balanced in our brain, and we can't really control about it. We can try our best to adjust our mood, but we really need a company from our friends and medication. Like medication is a really huge part because it solves the problem from its root. Supplying the substance that imbalance in your brain. So yeah, 
Yeah, because it's much easier than it's much easier said than done. If you say, "Oh, just be, get happier," or it's just really passive, and it's just、yeah. people aren't understanding from your situation, and then they're just easily saying whatever they can say, even though they don't understand anything.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Yeah, and it's just really damaging as well because. Just because they don't understand it doesn't mean they can just say whatever. It's not much of a solution to what they say. Another thing that I think is important is you can accept how the medicine acts on your friend who has bipolar, because there's a a lot of side effects of medicine. For me, I've experienced overweight because that medicine makes my um. It's it's a bit scientific. But it's like、um, oh metabolism, yeah. Because that kind of drug will affect the metabolism in my body, and although I eat the same amount, it will speed up the process in my body of like consuming the food and nu- nutrient. So I'll become really overweight. Um, I've tried like. Sixty-eight, sixty-nine kilograms, and now I'm like a fifty-six. So it's like more than twenty pounds, more than ten kilograms. It's really affect a lot. And I got some friends in Hong Kong who don't know my situation that laugh at me, like in my old school about, oh, do you have too much fish and chips in UK? Why do you grow so fat? And、oh. it's a bit heartbreaking, but. I don't. I try not to care about too much because I know that they just not know the situation, and I try to not blaming them for that. And another side effect is being sleepy, because the medicine most of them have the effect of make you sleepy, so you can rest and restore your energy. It make me sleep in most of the class. I just fall asleep every time I went in the classroom, and I actually feel a bit sorry to the teachers, but I don't really have a choice. But after I change my medicine to another kind, it helps, but it has other side effects. Like it's always affecting me that I side effect. It's only affecting more or affecting little, and. Some people may think that I'm not a hard worker because I always sleep in the class, but I'll try my best to chase back all the work and do prep and like preparing things outside class. Like when I'm not sleepy, what I can do. Yeah. At first, the school don't want me to go back because they're worried they have to carry any responsibilities if my bipolar like um come back again, but. I try for, it, and they even suggest me to downgrade it from fifth form to fourth form, like downgrade it myself, and come back another year. And that means I lost two years of time comparing to the people in my same year. And I work really hard and go to tutoring center every day. Even I have to go to hospital to sign every day during the holiday time. And I just work so hard just to come back to the place I love. And I did it. I successed it. Yeah, you made it. You see, this is the story worth telling. That what makes you—that's literally what makes you so strong now. In relation to what you said earlier, have you experienced any other type of bullying because of bipolar disorder? 
Um, when I was in the old school in Hong Kong, they start from bullying me with nicknames associating with my skin condition. Because that time, like, there's flakes coming out from my skin. And then sometimes I scratch it too much that it bleeds. And I even have difficulties of walking up the stairs to the chemistry lab because my feet is scratched by myself. It just hurts when I walk, so it affects me walking. And they just laugh at me with this. And then after that, they become more and more mean to me. They even open a group with everyone in it, like a WhatsApp group with everybody, but without me. No. And they try to steal my book from my locker, trying to like throw it somewhere, I guess. But I saw it, and they stopped doing that. They just become like more and more mean if you don't say anything. And I was quite weak, and I didn't tell my mom or any teachers, because I don't want them to think that I'm not an optimistic person. In their eyes, I'm always smiling and then making jokes and bringing people happiness. I don't want them to see the face of me, which is like being bullied, being sad. I remember when I was at home alone and I was too upset about this bullying and I called the suicide hotline, but nobody picked it up. So I'm more and more um, hopeless. But it's really important to be open about this stuff with family, especially, and friends, because it's like what they say, the more you share about your problems, the less burden it becomes. And it's really important because you won't suffer alone. It's important yeah. to tell people because like, first of all, you will feel more accepted and so will your problems. And at least it will feel a bit more alleviating as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think family is usually who is always standing behind your back. I think you can tell them what you think and what you're going through if you meet some difficulties. Because they have blood relationship with you. And I believe that no matter you have arguing with them or any conflict, at the end of the day, they just want you to be good. I believe that. Yeah, and a lot of children nowadays, they're so private and they're so hidden with so many things that goes on in their life. And most people, most teenagers as well, they fear that their parents won't be able to accept them and their problems and whatever happens in school and everything. And the more they hide with these stuff, the more they hide this stuff from their parents, the harder it will become to actually find a solution to, with these mm -hmm. things. Because yeah. parents, you know, parents, they have authority. Um, so do teachers, but you know, parents, they have more authority over you. And yeah. if you tell them, if you, the more you tell them about bullying or whatever you're going through at school, the easier it is and the faster it will become to come up with a solution and the thing is that because the more you you hide and the more you you just keep everything secret the worse it actually becomes because you'll get so used to doing this until you don't see that it's wrong yeah because they're adults and they're more mature than us and they have more life experience than us so i believe that they can 
handle situation in a better way. Yeah, and it's so important to ask them for advice because what you said, they're so experienced and they know the, the possible outcomes because even then they also might have gone through that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having them by your side is so important and it really does help you get to a much better place in life. Yeah, and also like what you said about um, you had skin, a skin condition before. And yeah. I also have a skin condition, actually. Um, I was diagnosed with a skin condition called incontinentia pigmenti. And, Is that um, like eczema? No, it's more permanent than that. It's like, uh, it's kind of, do you know what vitiligo is? Not really. Okay, so it's kind of like patterns on the skin. And um, vitiligo is a lighter version. Mine is a darker one. So when I was young, I was also called a lot of names. And it was so hard for me to find my self-worth in everything. And I was really lost because even though my skin condition fades over time, I was just so scared of what people thought of me. And that just really tore me apart. Yeah, sometimes you like, Doubt the value of yourself, but I think you just have to believe in yourself and not ignore what those mean people say. Yeah, and because all the stuff that makes me me and what makes you you, it makes us unique, you know. And I think that it's something that we all should love about ourselves and embrace that part of ourselves, so that life is actually much easier to live. And the more worth we actually have, the more worth we actually hold. And mm-hmm. that's just really important, especially in life, you know, wherever you go, whenever or whatever place you go to, you know, self-love is so important. Yeah, it's well said. It's really important, honestly. You, you don't have self-love. You basically lack everything. You lack the pleasure in life. You lack richness in life. And you just, you're just lost. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really proud that you know what what you've gone through i'm so proud of you for getting through that because now you're literally one of the strongest people that i've ever met yeah as the song lyrics said what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah like being bigger and stronger yeah and i'm really proud because you've gone through so much and that's so powerful you know because now you get to have a story to tell and I hope that it's inspiring and encourage people to like my story. Yeah, it's really encouraging. It's so inspirational. When you tell people about it, all it does is just make other people want to become strong just as you are. Everything that we go through, it's all useful and it's all worth it going through everything because we get to be where we are right now. Yeah, true. Yeah, because if you didn't go through all of that, you wouldn't be as strong as you are now, right? Yeah. And everything that life throws at us, it's a perfect opportunity to improve ourselves and to become the strongest person we can be. Yeah, I agree with you. I want people who's going through a tough time, especially in this corona situation, you can chat with your friends or even your family. And try not to hide yourself, as Sam said. 
and you need to love yourself. Just treasure yourself and treat yourself well. Yeah. And if you think you have like unstable mood, maybe not bipolar, but maybe like other mental disorder or some um, illness, you can search out, like reach out for help. Maybe like from school, like they got counselors and different types of ways. It's very normal in this kind of modern society that you have a bit of mood issues. That's completely fine because people having bipolar is 2.6% if I remember correctly. And maybe depression, there's more. And just don't think it's something to be ashamed of. If you think you have these kind of problems that um, you suspect, you need to reach out for help. It will make you better. Otherwise, it's just going to be worse over time. Yeah. And is there also a message that you would like to tell those who do have bipolar? I know bipolar is really hard to get through. When you are manic, you can't control yourself and did a lot of like impulse decisions. And when you're depressed, you just feel miserable. I know it's really hard to get through, but just remember there's someone like you, like me. We are all going through the same thing. So please be strong. And I believe that things will get better and better one day. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, it's a really empowering message today. And thank you guys. Thank you for the listeners out there for tuning in to this week's episode. I really hope that you do understand and I hope that you guys can learn to become more educated and more of a loving and supporting community to everyone, no matter our differences. Thank you, Lucy, for sharing your experience and your thoughts based on everything. And your message really is going to stick to everyone. And I really hope that people can find new ways to also improve themselves. Yeah, thank you so much. And see you next week. Bye. See you. Bye.